Hey, are you using a can? You banned me from that, and and you're doing it now. I'm just, I'm appalled and offended, really. What are you drinking? Don't tell me it's a fucking Red Bull. It's a Pepsi I got from a KFC order a couple of days ago. Fat slob who decided to have a KFC because it was available and it was nine o'clock at night and there was nothing else and I was sad and depressed and hungry. Why not? KFC is always quite good. It's awful. It's terrible. It's just rank, um, and greasy, and ugh, and I hate everything. My name is Andrew talking Jones, about KFC or 2020? <laughs> now, I don't know. I've been in a cinema once in the last six months. I'm Johnny Ellis, and I am you mad. You probably I'm... are, because everyone's insane these days, so you're probably mad about something. It's probably movies. <laughs> are you movie mad? I am indeed. Good, because that's the name of the podcast. We named it that, and you keep reneging on the naming, and that's where we're (laughs) stuck with. And I ask you every week if you're mad for the movie, and some weeks you ask me because we're changing the system because you've got films you think you I should watch, or we're just covering bases based on streaming (laughs) services because everything is shut down. Um, it's a good one this week. It's another one of my choices because yeah, we're back in your uh, Halloween. It's October. Yeah, October. That's October. Um. This is the week of Five Fest again. Oh yes, Five Fest is back. Yeah, yeah. Friend of the show Mark Price is having a premiere. Yep, I'm hoping to see his film and um, the stylist. to see his film. We're not. I'm not going to watch the stylist. No, no. I heard yeah. someone paid seventy thousand dollars for their hair to be styled, <laughs> and they paid seven hundred fifty dollars in taxes. And you know what? I don't go for yeah. that. So the stylist goes out of <laughs> my uh, hair immediately. Um, <laughs> I don't know whether I'm no going to remember that from in a couple of weeks' time. God knows we'll what the next controversy. Yeah. God knows what he said in the next uh, fucking debate. Oh, he probably you know said everything because that's what he tends to do. Is he just yells everything? Yeah, yeah. Coherently, and will thus lead for a, a millennia, and the world will be destroyed. Not America, the world. Yeah, repercussions and ripple effects are everywhere. This is a fun podcast about things we can control. <laughs> like Balls, movies, which I'm controlling. Play, volume, <laughs> subtitles. Um, Skip forward. Reverse. I'm hoping to do uh, Fight Fest again, but as we record, I'm I'm uh, unsure because work things Things are up in the air. Yes, things have changed. Um, it's almost like we're in a pandemic or something, and any and everything's unsure. Um, but this week we are watching a film, uh, one of my favourite uh, sort of indie films, well, not sort of, definitely indie film, um, from Flight Fest uh, from last year. Last year, um, Flight Fest. Yeah. Oh, is that the uh, main Not one of those uh, all nighters or small events they had just the, no, no, the full bank holiday weekend five day. Yep, I only ever really do that. I can't. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Um, you don't do the other stuff because you know Alan doesn't have time to hug you there. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, I <coughs> after the first couple of um, fight fests, I wasn't oh, really. Wait, thank doing you for coughing into the microphone. Now we're all sick. Sorry. You're welcome. 
Um, this this, we should first... say, this podcast is labelled as a super spreader event. <laughs> after the first couple of uh, Fight Fests, I wasn't really delving into the Discovery screens much. And I was sticking to, to the main screens because I thought the good films are in there. Oh, the good films are they program at the big screen. The Discovery screen is for the wank. Especially the, this, yeah, is that's, stuff that's, I, this is the comedies and the weird stuff. Yeah. So um, th- this is the stuff that Andrew buys a ticket for. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll get and, to hang out with the director of that film. But, <laughs> you'll get um, to see Bobcat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I see. I, I went to one Discovery screen. With, no, I usually go to one Discovery screen for the like the classic film that they'll put on. They'll put on one during the festival. And that's what I do uh, until like the second or third time I went. And I was like, do you know what? Let's just start going to more Discovery screen films. Um, and I'm glad I did now because had I not decided to do that, I wouldn't have discovered this film, which is uh, Death of a Vlogger. Uh, um, I remember blogging. No vlog. V. V. Um, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I it's, it's a really... Vlogger. It's a really, really uh, nice. It's directed and written by Graham Hughes and produced by Graham Hughes. Um, And uh, who did the catering on it? Oh, probably Graham Hughes. Oh, it's a very small thing. Who was involved with uh, coordinating the uh, post production? Wouldn't you know it? It was Graham Hughes. Oh, Graham, everywhere. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's um, I'm I'm very intrigued to see what you think of this one because after last week's uh, um, <laughs> disappointing oh, episode, <clears throat> I'm I am I won't lie, I'm kind of worried that it's going to happen again. <laughs> I'll be honest. Since last week, I have watched a whole bunch of films, mm-hmm. and I have paused them at times and hoped that they would start moving towards me and run out <laughs> the screen and hang out with me. And not a chance. And not horror films. No, I'm not doing it with horror films. I tried to hope that the gang from Days and Confused would come out and just hang out with me. I want Matthew McConaughey to tell me it'd be a lot cooler if I had a joint on me. Because it would be. But I don't. It would be, yeah. And then I figured, oh, maybe I'll watch The Beach Bum. And maybe he'll come out and read some poetry. But he didn't. And I paused uh, Magic Mike. And uh, I didn't touch him. I can look, but I can't touch. I'm, a, I'm not a lawbreaker here tonight. And he didn't care. And yeah, at one point I put in Killer Joe and then I ordered some KFC. And let me tell you, that was a bad idea. <laughs> that The one time it worked. I I've never have, seen Killer I, Joe. I have had a sore throat for days. Killer Joe is great. Uh, E1 Entertainment in the UK, when they were doing the uh, distribution for it, they did screenings. And before the screening, they did give you KFC. Really? And uh, yeah, well, fried chicken plays a big part in the final. Uh, okay, right. It is right. the reason the film is an NC-17. It is intense and fucked up. And I haven't had many chicken drumsticks since seeing that film, to be honest. <laughs> well, um, since uh, we're talking about horror films, are, are you doing uh, like one film every day of October? That's a horror film. No. Because I've always I, wanted to do it every year in October. I, I don't watch a, I don't watch one film a month of horror films <laughs> in a year. You watch four film, four films in a month. I watch Full films. Metal Jacket once a month instead. Yeah. <laughs> um, Only up until um, he uh, think he Vincent Ofrio dies, and then it's like you know what? I don't need to see the stuff shot. 
Well, I have wanted to do um, one film for every, you know, one horror film every day in October, every single year. But I've always been uh, busy with London Film Festival, so I've never got around to it. But this this year is my first year not doing London. This film year Festival. they have freed you from the festival by making it irresponsibly Digital. dull. Yeah, yeah. Digital and irresponsibly dull. Um, the choices of film are bad. There's literally nothing on there except the. Um... I mean, it was the same last year. The film choices were absolutely awful for the NFF last year. So I was sat alone doing nothing, but everyone else was saying, "Hey, look, this is great!" And I watched it when it came out. I was like, "Nope, you were I'm wrong." Trying to remember what was last year. Exactly. Uh, that was great, but you know, very Dickens-esque, was... wasn't it? Um... Well, very Dickensian, would you say? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very Dickensian. It's almost like you wrote it. Yeah, it does. Um, that is, uh, I believe, at the time of release, that is now out on Prime. So oh, if, yeah. you, if, if you haven't seen the personal history of David Copperfield yet, guys, watch it, because uh, that film is remarkably wonderful, funny, sweet, brilliant. Oh, no, i tell you what I was looking forward to last year um, at London Film Festival was uh, Le Mans 66. Oh, OK. I was looking forward to it because I hadn't seen it at that point. Um, yeah, it's it's weird because uh, that film came out the same time as another film, and the other film seemed to get a lot of Oscar nominations. I believe it got, got some Oscars, and yet this one, like Cromwell versus the Mercy, kind of faded away. I mean, they're hard to distinguish the two. They yeah, are. You, it's it's strange. Have you tried watching them back to back. It's like watching the that, same film. That is that is five hours. You'll never get. That. Yeah, <laughs> and it's weird because they both got they both got a couple of the same actors. They both got Noah Duke and. Uh, uh, a couple. Tracy, I think they all and, get all the same. Writer of Killer Joke, Tracy Letts, <laughs> who is a uh, avid DVD collector. He's got a beautiful uh-huh. DVD library. He posted pictures of over the lockdown. Uh-huh. So he and Carrie Coon were going through with a bunch of DVDs together as they were dealing with a newborn. It's like, uh-huh. oh god, that's a great couple, and that's a great cool guy who loves his DVDs. Tracy Letts, let let's let's have Tracy Letts on. <laughs> Let's talk August to Sage County. Um, I'm really, I'm trying to remember what other. <laughs> yeah, of course, um... that stopped the conversation. Who wants to talk about <laughs> August to Sage County except for me? Do you know what? I haven't watched that in ages, but I, me and a friend used to have a thing uh, of constantly quoting it. Uh, I'm just truth telling. Some people are antagonized by the truth. And me and a friend had a bet to try and uh, fit it into conversations. <laughs> Cool. That's cool. It was, it was like, like if there was a third person with us, we'd just try and fit into conversations, and then they'd be like, "Ha! I got there first. <laughs> but it had to be like you know genuine. Um, couldn't just say it out for no reasons. So you have to be um, like you know, look, I know what you're feeling. I'm just truthful. Yeah. Well, I can antagonise by truthful. And that it, it's it, it fits very normally into any conversation. Yeah. It just gives you a little bit of down home quality. It really does. Uh, of course, down home quality just, was great in the old eighties comedies. I'm just looking at the oh knives out. I was looking forward to. Oh Jesus um, fucking Christ! What a film. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. I was looking forward to. This yeah, is all another, before I'd seen another them. iconic classic from 2019. <clears throat> the Irishman. Okay, a good film. By <laughs> Um, some films that you know, you know, you the films that you choose not to see, and then you hear about them later, and you're like, Oh, fuck, I should have gone. Yep. So, Saint Maud, I'm looking forward to seeing Saint Maud at the uh, there's a um, 
Un- unlimited see the world screening. unlimited screening. Yes, I'm hoping to get to it. Uh, we'll see. Well, you know, um, by the time this episode comes out, you it been and gone. Yep. yep. So gone. I've seen it or not seen it. Um, oh, it's Schrodinger's uh, movie. <laughs> Fanny Lie delivered. I think is one I wouldn't mind watching. I kind of wish I'd seen that at the vaccine festival. Um, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which I still haven't got around to. I, I already saw it by the time that premiered at the mm. LFF. I was um, already, I had already been bored by it as the last film I heard in Norwegian festival. The group of us um, were like, some of us were like, that was the best film ever. The other ones were, I were like, what the fuck was that shit? Honey yeah. Boy. Uh, Honey Boy! Another... Great film. Um, best film last year's festival circuit. Nice. So. Oh god, I forgot about the um, the lighthouse. Hard. I, I did see that. And I, I remember getting to the end of it and I'm like, I really, I tried to force myself to like it. And I was like, why am I not liking this? And then Robert Eggers' name came up. I was like, oh, that's why I'm not liking this. I never did the Vavitch. And after seeing The Lighthouse, I would never do the Vavitch. It's not good. It's not scary. Well, The, the Lighthouse wasn't good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just having a look now. Rocks. And then we've got... Um, yep, that's out Rocks. on uh, Netflix now. Yeah, so we can all walk, walk, get our rocks off. Bad education. I saw Bad Education at uh, London Film Festival. That was good. Yeah, but that's a TV movie now. It is. It's a shame. But hey, we're not talking about London Film Festival. We're talking about. Uh, and we'll never talk about a film that would uh, would have uh, broadcast on HBO. That'd be a terrible thing to do for the podcast. Never in the next no. couple of weeks will we ever do a film made and re- released on HBO. Yeah, Fuck that's that just, just silly. Would, oh, yeah. It's, it's moving that man, not HBO man. Exactly. Well, um, yeah, exactly. We're not talking Raised by Wolves. Let's not discuss the third day. <laughs> hey, we are who we are, right? Exactly. No, um, no, we're not because that's an HBO show. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're watching Johnny, tell uh, me you the. Love me. I love you. No, that's an HBO show. I just told you not to do that. What the fuck is wrong with you? What are you wrong? What is wrong with you? Are you do you not like doing this podcast? Are you bored to death? I don't know. I, I you better it's not something be. to do, It's something to do with my headphones. I think it's the wire. Um, really? <laughs> are you, would you say you're enlightened? <laughs> yes. You better, fucking, you better fucking hope you don't. You've got, you've got, no. No. You're not. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> so Let's, um, Johnny, you live in London, right? I do. And you performed fornication, right? <laughs> yeah. So you've had sex and the city. <laughs> yeah? I thought you were going to say fornication. I was trying to figure that's it out. Uh, yeah, that's what, that is what I was, yeah. Um, let's, let's make a promise not to mention any more HBO stuff, right? Right? Do you want to, shall we make the vow? To me, Johnny, being able to do this podcast w- was great. It was a good sign. But <laughs> when you pop in, you're just the jinx. <laughs> it's just going to be an hour of this now. Um, yeah, but you know what? Once we're done, we'll be gone clear. <laughs> Death of a vlogger. <laughs> um, what are you expecting with this? Are you, are you expecting to enjoy it? Are you well, expecting can, can, to be scared? You, just, you say it's a discovery film, right? 
It is discovery. So that means it's not a full horror. It's uh, more. I'm guessing it's humorous. I'm guessing it's it's too funny to be put into the main thing because uh, Adam and the Apocalypse was one of the main screens, right? Yeah. Is that a closing night film on the closing? Yeah, yeah, it was closing night. So that's a big deal, and that was funny. So I'm guessing this is too funny for that. And I've seen all. um, Well, no, no, but what I'm saying is. I don't think it's uh, weird and abstract. Okay. They'll kind of be taken in by that as well in the big screen. But I not feel all like it's gonna uh, be Discovery a, films. Like bodied. Not all Discovery films are like funny. You know, they are quite scary ones. Yeah, I know. I saw Willow Creek there. That was not funny or scary. Yeah. But also, I saw Fanboys there and Bodied there, you know? Right. Which are okay. hilarious comedies. Okay. Interesting. It's interesting to see that's what you're going in expecting. Well, I, um, if it's not funny today, I'm going to be fucking depressed. Oh. Because I'm not in a good headspace and I need some laughs, and if you're not going to give it to me... Oh, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Going to give me <laughs> uh, half an hour stand-up? <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Johnny, Johnny. Yes, if it. it's not if it's not funny, I will die. So those are your two options. Will you present well, that you, to me? This was never part of the <laughs> Johnny. Will this be a funny or die presents? Jesus <laughs> Christ! Fucking better not be because that's HBO. <laughs> Is that HBO now? <laughs> um, shall we shall we get into um into death of vlogger? I'm I'm very intrigued to see what you say and think well, and feel about this. Death of vlogger. Remember when we started writing down films that you we should do for the podcast? Yeah. Was this on our list? Um, I think so. It wasn't on our list. Our oh. list is an HBO show. <laughs> I thought you were going to turn off then. I thought that was, that was the cut-off point. No, oh, you see, God. I'm like IFC. I'm always on. I'm slightly off. And that's fine. IFC is the independent film channel that's okay <laughs> ifc amc they're fine that's the american movie channel <laughs> oh god <laughs> something something game of thrones how dare you <laughs> how dare you you've made me lose my erection i've got dead wound <laughs> i don't because that's an hbo show i never have that Let's watch Death of a Vlogger. Why should we watch this? Because I'm running out of HBO stuff. How are you running out of HBO stuff? You've got you've got it to the max. <laughs> there are so many choices. Oh. Are you saying you haven't got enough to take you, I don't know, eastbound and down? Yeah. No, no, you don't. Because that would be terrible. That's an HBO show. <laughs> You, you, you're, you're breaking up on this, aren't you? Where are your I... principles? <laughs> Do you have any? So yeah, yeah I know I've, I know I've run out, and, but I know you definitely haven't. <laughs> Do you have any vice principles? Let's watch the vlogger. Hey guys, Graham here. <laughs> Graham. He's a fod. He would do anything if he thought it would make people laugh or advance his persona or whatever. 
he's an arsehole, but he's my arsehole. But yeah, I was going to be answering your questions as they came in, but... Aaron? Obviously, I've seen a lot of paranormal activity in my time. Aaron convinced me to come back to investigate the ghost. This alleged ghost that exists in his flat. There's something definitely weird going on, right? I've been doing this job for 10 years. I've never seen anything quite like that. The fact that anyone over the age of five thought these hauntings were real sums up what's wrong with society today. Okay. It was you. No. You're losing it, man. The fact that they were presenting it as real there were some people that really bought it and it really hurt them. Oh my God. It's okay, it's okay, just keep filming. Hey. Oh. Who's to say what's real, what's not? And did you believe him? I do now. All right, uh, well, I'm gonna have to defend this one, aren't I? Yeah, you uh, decided to show me a film for the horror film. I did. I didn't yeah, read. The, 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 thing I, the thing, the thing I, I despise the most Not the, the thing. World. Not the thing. It's, it's, it's found footage horror films. Why? Because they offer nothing. It's sort of a mockumentary as well, in a sense. It's not I, a mockumentary. It's a documentary. It's, it's all real. It's a shockumentary because it's a horror fake doc. It's a video essay. It's everything you want from something that you might find on YouTube. Um... I I still had fun watching this. this Tell me what the story is. Go through the story. Give the, the story. Give the people give the people a hint of what the film is because it's an obscure film. It's a new film. And so then, give people a rundown of what what is the plot right, of Death of the Do you want me to give you the, the the plot as it says on Amazon here? Go for that, and then we'll see how we All can right. continue. An an ambitious vlogger experiences the dark side of the internet when his latest video, which features an alleged haunting, goes viral. Right. So it's basically uh, a, a shockumentary, if you will, um, about this vlogger who uh, he's had a laser eye surgery and he's, he's obviously he's, he's wanting to find internet fame and he's doing that through YouTube. And so he's decided to live stream doing after his laser surgery, um, laser eye surgery. Uh, where he's blind for 24 hours and he's left alone in the flat and then the mug moves and it starts, it kicks off a whole thing of let's find out if there's something in this in this uh, flat. Told through the lens of a documentary examining yeah. the ramifications as if there was something big to come and this is yeah. just the start of that. Um, and yeah, I, I, I enjoyed this. I, I still enjoyed it the second time around. I understand. I was wondering, I was thinking to myself halfway through the film because I could tell you really weren't enjoying it. Um, and I was like, I wonder if you'd sat and watched it during Fight Fest, whether you would have enjoyed it a bit more. Because I think the Fight Fest experience does um, help a lot. Oh, guarantee I would have watched like Really? Yeah, guarantee. That's the, this is the kind of film that I just go, there's nothing for me here. Hmm. There, this is... Uh, I just... I just don't get why people make films like this. I know, you know, obviously, for the director, this is, look, I can do these things in camera. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. But you, you're not attaching them to an interesting story or interesting characters. It's just... 
it is nails on chalkboard tedium. It's oh. aggravatingly dull. I That's I like the big these kind problem. of films. I like the. Um... Can I finish? Sorry. <laughs> it is the fact that you're nailing it to these characters that don't do anything, that aren't anything, and your the the comedy is Im- improperly placed throughout in a character who is meant to just be the comedic aside, but also hinges on a plot, but the plot isn't interesting or engaging. And we're not as an audience taken on a ride. We're just seeing things. We just presented things like, here's something for you. Here's something for you. Here's something for you. And we'd expect to eat it up as opposed to, right, let's go on an adventure with these people. So the scares aren't interesting because they've had their past tense. Even though they're trying to present as the facade of the found footage is, is, is as it happened, but the facade of a documentary is this is what has happened. So there you go. You've got a problem with your discourse there. And the writing doesn't work here because there's a lot of dialogue that just feels like it's trying to be written like movie style, slightly heightened, but at the same time presented like it is real conversations. It's 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 meant to be right. written. It's got a yeah. It's got a stylized ish way, more like pe- how people talk in movies. Okay. Like if they're trying to if they're trying to present real people in movie movies, mm. this is how they'll speak. But they're trying to speak in hidden cameras and found footage and live video sessions. So you have the removal of facade, but then the heightened facade of the script, and the two of them do not mesh at all. And so everything just goes, it's, everything is just thrown out of balance the entire time, but not in a way that you're discomforted and uncertain. You're just like, what? Wait, what? Why? Who? Oh, fuck it. Fuck. And then you just give up. You just go, and, and as I did multiple times, let out exasperated sighs just because it's the only way you can survive anymore. It's just <sighs> exhausting. Hmm. Well, Explain yourself. I mean... Explain yourself, sir. <laughs> I like these kind of films. The, um, the more I've been going to Fight Fest, the more I liked seeing these kind of very low budget, um, sort of simplistic films that if I feel like, oh, I could do this, you know? Um, and, and it just makes me, you know, uh, it's, I'm not saying it like a, oh, I could fucking do that. You know, it's like, I oh, can, I can do. I if can, they can do this, I can do this. Yeah, and I'm, and I just think to myself, it it, it inspires me. You know, the it fucking makes make me think, a film. Yeah, don't make me makes, watch one of these films. Make <laughs> make one for yourself, and we'll do that as an episode. It makes me think I could do do it myself, and you know, maybe one year I can screen a film in a discovery screen, um, at Fight Fest. Well, um, I mean, they can't, if this is, if this is what you got to face up against, it can't be too hard. Yeah. Well, no, don't. <laughs> I still enjoyed it this time around. I did. I, I, I did get the feeling of oh, this is. It feels very different this time than it felt seeing it in the cinema in the middle of. I think it was like the third or fourth day of Fight Fest, mm-hmm. um, and you were just in that zone, and you you're just with that um, that group of people who appreciate it. See, you don't appreciate it. God, no, I didn't um, appreciate it. Not one second of it. Well, I tell you what, one thing, because I, I rarely um, speak to the filmmakers and stuff um, after the film. Um, 
I, you know, my my whole Fright Fest experience is very sort of singular and lonesome, which I, I don't mind really. I, I, you know, I go to watch the films and I have fun. Yeah, so that. if you do see them next year, fuck off. <laughs> exactly. Um, but this is one of the rare occurrences that I hung about after the screening and I walked up to the director and I I was talking to him and I just uh, told him how much I enjoyed it and I really did enjoy it. And um, well, I know you enjoyed it. You went back <laughs> and saw chapter two afterwards. <laughs> and um, one of the things I was kind of impressed by was the um, 360 degree uh, thing. Yeah. That, that scene I thought was, was handled really well. Um. I'd love to see a like an actual VR version of that. Yeah, well, you know what you'll see in there. What bits and pieces they set up that you can't see when they uh, move the camera around. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But um, I, I just, I just enjoyed it, and um, I'm really sad, and I'm sorry that you didn't. Um, I don't know what more to say. I. Yeah, this is just, and it was in the downstairs screen at the Prince Charles, and it was just nice. It was a nice experience, and I wanted to try to recreate that experience for you. Um, but... I just don't get why people like found footage anything. Do you not like any found footage films? Well, like... I like one found footage film. It's called Chronicle. I think they do that really well. Oh yeah, yeah. I had an um... idea to do something a bit vloggery once. Okay. And then you, ah, oh, that's why you're upset because they just took your idea. They took my idea exactly. No, my idea would be to start out, yeah, you know, it's a, the vlogger main character, and he's just, yeah, you know, obviously vlogging his life as he falls in love, prepares to, you know, marry someone live on stream. And then she obviously bolts on the idea because that's a horrible idea. And then I figured, right, you know, this, uh, this is me going full gonzo, right? What happens is he then decides to do a live stream where he gives up on everything. And chops his genitals off. Ooh. Right? Right. And at the end of Act 1, he meets the love of his life. After he's done that. Oh. And then the rest of it's played like a movie with bits of thing. But that's how you tell the opening of the story. In an up-like way. Which is like a montage of all these great moments of this person's life leading to the worst part. And then a live stream of him chopping his bollocks off. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me never to act in a film of yours. Because I... <laughs> Oh no, that'd be like I can, a perfect I character see from Robert Pattinson's play. I can get him to get for that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be really good. Um, hey, look, he's had other stuff in his career. He, I'm sure he'll happily do that role in a romantic <laughs> comedy. <laughs> Huge blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, it could work. You open up with that, and then you end with a nice, you know, happy life after that. What happens, right? <laughs> Crazy comedy. It's been. I'm. I'm just. Um... We're three weeks into Shocktober now. Yeah, um, um, I don't like you choosing films. I can't say <laughs> that. And then you keep getting me, letting me choose films. Yes, um, yes, I do. Because I'm hoping one you'll learn your lesson eventually. But you keep choosing bad films. It's like you're inherently <laughs> drawn to bad films, and that means I have to watch bad films, <laughs> which is horrible because I don't like watching bad films, and it's a bad time to be watching bad films because all I want to do is be happy, and I can't be happy anymore. They can be happy anymore when there's no good films out there. Um, I just, 
I think well we should done, have Frank made. <sighs> Next yeah. time, make something good or interesting. At the, at the very least, make something interesting. As Jesus. we record, oh. as we record, this is um the first of October. Yeah. So I'm gonna be doing the one horror film day. Uh, Do you know what I'm gonna be and doing? This is, this is my first horror film. Do you know what I'm gonna be doing instead of that? What? <laughs> nothing. Because there's nothing left in this world, so there's nothing to do. Um, oh no, actually, maybe this isn't my first horror film because I was thinking of maybe doing horrors that I've not seen before. Nope, just just do horror films. Doesn't matter. Don't caveat it. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Chronicles, the only fan footage. Have you seen Paranormal Activity? Brother, I was at an early screening of Paranormal. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, yep. And you didn't like that? I, I very much enjoyed that. I, I think that's very good. This is terrible. This stuff is never going to take off. I know there's a lot of popularity about this one and hype about this one, but if this is what it is, audiences are not going to go for this. Even though there were a couple of people in the audience screaming and going, "Yeah, oh my god!" I'm just thinking, what is wrong with you? Are you paid to do this? I see. Part of the thing I love about these kind of films is the the tension how it racks up the tension and you're just kind of <coughs> looking in every corner of the um of the screen or something you know it's i have no interest when in nothing happens it's almost as good as when something happens that's how that's what's great about the invisible man is they when they do that they yeah. make suspicious of every part of the frame yeah exactly <coughs> but it's told in a it tells a really good story with really strong characters. And mm. it's done cinematically. These are very important factors. And, no, so, not... and so you fear the frame because you are fearing for the characters. You're I'm... in the world of the characters and you want them to survive. You want them to be happy, but you know there is threat out there. There are stakes. I'm not saying that um, this is... Uh, this should be compared with stuff like Paranormal Activity or... or... The Invisible Man, in terms, you know, because this is a much lower budget. It's it's <laughs> impressive, despite you know, given the given the the, the size of the film, mm-hmm. I find it impressive. Still, it's just stuff you can do on YouTube. That's that's what yeah. it is. That's what we've got to in this stage of uh, filmmaking. Is this is just stuff you do on YouTube? Oh. There is, I know, there is a strange thing that's happened where TV and cinema and YouTube just are all one and the same now. They're all using you know, very similar quality cameras for the most part because yeah. it's, all, it's all gone digital to that point. But it's just that that's why you need character because otherwise you are just showing clips you can just make online. That's why you need something strong to grip you for 90 minutes otherwise you are wasting everyone's time by showing you stuff that you could just do here's a 10 minute thing i made Ooh, there was a bunch of really good bits there good and you didn't waste 90 minutes of my time there was a film at fight fest online this year the first fight fest online uh which reminded me a lot of this and it made me like think oh yeah i'm, I'm excited to get round to um the death of a vlogger um and and it made me also think maybe I'll do this uh, version. <laughs> maybe I'll do this version. Uh, this this other film. I'm trying to remember the title of it now, but I can't. For the life of me, remember. Um, never stop, never stopping. That's a real horror film. It's the same structure <laughs> as this film. Um, 
I probably tweeted it because uh, we did the uh, the daily catch up things, didn't we? Yeah, we did um, catch up things. Catch up things, yep. <laughs> uh, but it was sort of Wicker Manny kind of vibe to it. Oh, you're um, thinking of the Wicker Tree. The Wicker. Oh, is that the film? The sequel to the Wicker Man. Oh, right. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I haven't got around to the Wicker Tree yet. Um, da, 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 let me see. Trampled Jungle, Two Heads Creek, Aqua Slash. No, that was day four. Um, day three was. No, it was something. I can't remember. I cannot remember. The Green Man or something like that. Ooh. That sounds um, like a man dipped in green paint. <laughs> Truly terrifying. I was, I was half thinking of doing that next year if I managed to find a, you know, hopefully it would be on a, um, Amazon by then or something. Hey, Johnny, maybe I'll do next year's horror. All right. Shall we, shall we say that? What if you I just show you Selectiki New York four times in a row? <laughs> No, no, the, you, the, you... the most truest horror film you'll ever find. <laughs> Let's say it here and now. You choose next year's horror films, and they've got to be, be proper horror films. Well, yeah, ah, ah, caveat. What is a proper horror film? Well, you know, like the ones that I've been showing you. What does that mean? What What is scary um, to some is are not scary to others. True, true. But are you saying they have to have oogie boogie scooby wookies in them? Um, something. I have that... to have a laughing skeleton in it. <laughs> Something that um, would, at, at the very least, have uh, horror under its uh, genres on IMDb. I mean, look, The Nightmare Before Christmas has that. <laughs> but it's also, also got to be something that one of us hasn't seen before. Okay, right. So but you got to uh, do it four times. Okay, Police Academy 7. <laughs> Moscow. Does that have horror in the genre? You can't edit uh, Ron Perlman and Christopher Lee are in it. They are, I mean, they are kings of horror. <laughs> it's basically Hellboy meets Hammer. What's scarier than that? What's scarier than that is your answer to the question. Go bump in the night. Weird. Andrew Jones. Now bump back. <laughs> Andrew Jones. R.I.P. John Are you? Death of a Herter. Are you mad that you watched Death of a Vlogger? I am exuberantly mad that I sat through this for an hour and 28 minutes. Mm. Sat through, I didn't stand up once. Are you, are you moving that day? No, there's no way I'm in any <laughs> close to even being remotely considering the prospect of ever futurely being mad about this movie. Futurely? <laughs> yeah. In the future, I shall still remain unmovie mad for this well, Johnny, are you glad that you got back into this one? I am. Screw you! I'm glad. I'm glad I've got it, and I'm glad I I'm glad I own it, and I'm glad I've I've given some money to this film. It's it's you know, it it was one of my um one of my favourite moments of Fright Fest, and it, like I said, it was a moment <laughs> where I I got to actually speak, you know build up the courage to speak to someone and that someone was a director of a film at the festival. And it's, the writer, yeah. producer, director, star. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I am glad. Um, well, where can we find you to uh, suggest more horror movies for you to watch? Weirdly, I'm still at Scott Derrickson. <laughs> so uh, yeah, tweet me all your hatred about uh, British indie films. 
that I didn't like. <laughs> I'm sure I'd love it. Anywhere else we can find you? No, That's don't look at joke. Ethan Rudd. <laughs> at Ethan Rudd, okay. No, don't Ethan look Rund. at Ethan Rudd. At Scott Derrickson. Have to have to Ethan Rudd. On that one. <laughs> and if, um, I, if I tweet anything about the election, it's, you know, just me doing my usual duties. And if I ever tweet anything else, it's me doing my satire as I'm uh, pretending to be the director of Doctor Strange, but not Doctor Strange 2 in the Mountain <laughs> of Madness. Uh, I am at movie underscore mad. Thanks for asking. Um, didn't care. You showed me a <laughs> couple of films I don't care for, so now I'm stuck not caring for you. Uh, are you movie underscore mad is our Twitter and our Instagram. Um, are you movie mad at hotmail.com? No. Email us. Um, are you movie mad pod on Facebook? At, <laughs> at are you movie mad at scottderrickson.com <laughs> and that is at are you movie mad at scottderrickson.com so many ads there's an at sign at the top of it as well don't, don't just type the letters at it's an at sign it's always an at sign um how how would you tee up next next week's film because you know what's next scariest film movie is. of the year is that what you want yes. to say because i'd be well, wrong Here's the I, thing. I'd, I'd say it's a cheap knockoff of, uh, of Paul Rudd's favourite film. <laughs> um, I am quite terrified about this. I don't know why I chose it. I don't want to rewatch it. Um, you want? You <laughs> talked about genuine horror, so we're doing genuine horror. Yeah. Because we it's haven't done the, genuine horror yet. Horror films. It it was it was the first film that popped into my head. Does it have a horror like, list oh. on its IMDb? <laughs> it should do. Um, so you're breaking your own rules, so I can break your rules. I saw year. I saw a little clip of it on my phone earlier on some sort of video on Facebook. Was it where Pennywise does that weird dance to the camera? <laughs> uh huh. I saw. You laughed before of... you did the ironic, sarcastic ha ha. So fuck <laughs> you. That was a genuine laugh. Damn it. Um, <laughs> so I saw a little clip of next week's film. Uh, today and it was like barely five seconds and it, it already gave me like goosebumps and a shiver down my spine and I'm, I'm I don't like <laughs> I don't like that I've decided to do this but but we're, we're there now and, and <laughs> shall we just do Death and Vlogger instead because I and I'm not I'm not I am being absolutely genuine I don't want to watch this film again <laughs> This is going to be interesting. And you've got no... Uh, you've got no worries about this, do you? I like it. I like next week's film. Okay. I own it in 4K. You're wrong, but okay. I have it in 4K. Well, yeah, next week's film is the prequel to Independence Day. I don't get what that means. I'll explain next week. It's, it yeah. is. I, I've seen Mars Attacks, but what's Independence Day? Is that ID similar? Four. Why do they call it ID4? Because so it's the fourth in the franchise. This was the. You're talking about this is the first in the franchise. Independence Day was the fourth in the franchise, I guess? Maybe. Or does that make a, a re, in, into redemption, resurrect, what, re, re, resurgence, resurgence? That's the name. That's the name they ended up going with. That is a nothing film. <laughs> Independence Day Resurgence, the, the sequel in which uh, Chris Hemsworth's brother pisses on an alien spaceship. <laughs> God. 
nothing from that film because they, they were distracting some of the others to get onto the alien ships and they get caught and so he starts pissing on this like yeah how'd you like that aliens i own this this is my land now i'm making it my own it's what the I would like to remember nothing from next Judd week's Hirsch film, but... is driving a car around picking up Joey King and some random group of children to make them survive. No, a bus. A bus. He's driving a school bus around to pick up children. I feel like we could end this with you telling us every beat of... Uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg <laughs> is there thing. trying to deal so, with as... Brett Spiner and Jeff Goldblum and the <laughs> and the Eve from Wally robot machine that's as... come down to Earth, which as has come down to Earth from an alien landscape who is fighting a war with the evil aliens and has come down to protect them. That's what that twist is. That's what that weird stuff is. Angela Bassett's president of the United States. That's the job. Independent Day Resurrection <laughs> Resurgence is uh, it's that film. I worked on that on the marketing of that film. That film is wretched, absolutely unforgivably bad. Considering there is a gravity machine, by the way. Did you remember the gravity machine? What I'm, goes I'm up you space. must come I'm... down. That's how it was in the trailer. To... I had to edit I the want... dialogue into it. What goes up must out. come. Down that weird pacing way. What I'm saying is, we should do anonymous. <laughs> we should get through to uh, Roland Emmerich's uh, Shakespeare didn't write his own plays. It was Risa fans. Never got round to that. Let me get to see her box though. Hmm. Risa fans. <laughs> Notting Hill. You mean lizard. Notting Hill. I knew a girl called Pandora once. I've got to see a box, though. Are You Moving Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.